Till I'm Tiptoed You Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm Tiptoed You Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Em Tip Told You. I'm glad you're here with me, the podcast where I tell you all my musings about black culture, black history, and black spirituality. Today, I want to talk a little bit about um, the shortness of our memories and how that makes my teeth itch. (laughs) Um, So I'm not even going to give a precursor. Let's just jump right in. Uh, What's wrong with y'all black people? All he had to do was name an album after his deceased mother, and y'all were good. Like, we just gonna forget the last four or five years of his complete and utter disrespect of our communities. I, we forgot? For, I, you know, listen, I had some vices when I was in undergrad, and I probably drank more than I should have. Even then, and my friends that were smokers, I don't remember anybody's memory being this painfully short. What is going on? What? Please, somebody help me understand. Did, did I miss the mea culpa? Did I miss the apology? I, so he can, okay, so let me get this straight. He can say slavery was a choice and disrespect our deceased ancestors who had to live through that trauma. He can disrespect our communities and basically say we don't have enough agency to save ourselves. Um, He can sit in front of 45 and call him a father figure because he didn't have any around him, supposedly. He going to marry into that family who just consumes black culture like it's a buffet. Uh, And then he going to disrespect Mama Harriet Tubman. Y'all are okay with this. Everybody is okay. Y'all go out. See, I ignored it when y'all were buying them shoes that look like marshmallows. I, I, was, I ignored it when y'all bought them clothes that looked like they had been run over by 50 times. I, was, I, I ignored that. But then y'all come to, to Atlanta? And, and listen, I want to say I'm laughing at y'all too because you paid all that goddamn money to sit in the stadium for a listening party. Did he even say anything to y'all? That's how much he disrespects you. See, he disrespected you straight for 45, I'm sorry, for four to five years. Complete disrespect. Didn't feel the need to apologize. You still ran out and purchased tickets. Like 45,000 of y'all. You don't think he laughing at you? Do you... And let me say this. I love Atlanta. Anybody who knows me knows hashtag forever I love Atlanta. Right? I, yes, I loved it before y'all started coming down here. And then you going to give this Negro a proclamation? Make it Kanye West Day? Harriet Tubman would have shot all y'all. <laughs> what the hell? What is really going on? Somebody got to make it make sense to me because this doesn't make sense to me. And there are some people. I, I, mm, some of y'all, I remember you criticizing the stuff that came out of his mouth and I saw you big and bold up in there. 
What the, what? I just don't understand why naming this album after his mother and me mentioning. Okay, so let me tell y'all what Kanye does. It's very much like the MAGA crowd. Now, I guess y'all also forgot that he was walking around with that MAGA hat on. But, but let me tell you what is what makes him fit into that crowd. This play on Jesus, I can, you know, Jesus, I, I know black people love God. I know we do. We love it in all its forms. But slavery happened under that name too. Y'all know that, right? And, and this Negro, because he talk about God in some of his songs, y'all, and, and name the album after his mom, y'all are letting him trivialize the name of God and his mama. How about that? How about you letting him disrespect his mama name and the Lord? How about that? How about, how about that? Because you got a painfully short, woefully short memory. I, or maybe you just don't care. Maybe the price is right. Maybe you, you, you know, maybe you want to coon from some coins too. And you're jealous because he's able to do that. Maybe that's what it is. I heard somebody the other day, or oh, I saw, I read. It was a post calling him a genius. I mean, I guess so if you called the devil that. I mean, I, all right. I guess he is a marketing genius because y'all Negroes out here stepping and fetching it with him. I don't understand. And then he got the nerve to charge y'all what? $40 for some popcorn? $50 for some chicken tenders? Y'all ought to be shaming y'all selves. I just don't understand. Somebody make it make sense. I don't even have anything insightful to say other than I'm worried. I'm really worried. Like, okay, so I'm some, I've said this before. If you follow me, if you read any of my work, if you've ever been in in my classes, you know that culture is something that I'm passionate about. And I actually study how culture tr- is transmitted over time and space. Let me tell you what I'm worried about. I'm worried about black people. I truthfully am. You know, there. we laugh about Stockholm Syndrome, but falling in love with your oppressor so much so that you end up turning into that thing. I don't really see a marked difference between Kris Jenner and, and your boy right now. You understand what I'm saying? That there is a consumption of culture that is happening, a repackaging of that culture, and the selling back of that culture to the people it belonged to in the first place. And, and the people don't seem to understand. I don't get it. Y'all, please help me understand. I, I I don't see it. I'm worried. Do you hear me? I'm worried. There are people. Have you ever been to HBCU? There are people on campus that can make better beats than that. I'm sorry. Fight me. I believe it. Go to church on Sunday. You want to hear God in some music. I don't care if he named the album after your mama. You shouldn't have been there. I can't. I just, I, I really can't. Y'all got to help me understand that. And then I'm also laughing at y'all because not only did you pay all that money to sit and listen to this Negro walk around while you listened, not him <laughs> play it, but him just having the music played over the loudspeakers, not him actually performing or anything, not even pretending to lip sync, right? I'm laughing at y'all, 42,000 of y'all in the middle of a pandemic where there's uptick in cases in a variant of, the, of COVID-19 that is said to be more... Uh, transmittable, y'all are are in a closed setting, listening to music, and now it's been delayed for two more weeks, y'all, I'm laughing at you, 
and I'm sure he is too. Your memory is short. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. And y'all, he put uh, Jay-Z on the verse, and then y'all, at like, can I remind you that Jay-Z bought a billionaire a car? Not that, okay. So we're going to keep moving, because I don't, I don't understand that. I, I just don't get it, and I'm not going to even try to. Let me tell you what else I don't understand. There are people out here who were defending R. Kelly because they thought his victims were little girls, and now that there might be some teenage boys on that roster of victims... Oh, baby, now you want to pay more attention. Let me tell y'all, have y'all seen Black Widow yet? There is a line in Black Widow, and I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not trying to say it by heart. Um, There's a line in Black Widow, and I'm not going to spoil it for you, where a man says, I used what the world had too many of, little girls. Listen, who loves a little girl? I need to know who, who loves her. I got an inner child. I'm still trying to heal because ain't nobody love her. People thought, listen, y'all got to do right by. Maybe that's why you were so willing, able and willing to forgive Kanye because he didn't speak bad about Martin Luther King Jr. He didn't speak bad about Malcolm X. He didn't speak bad about Medgar Evers. He spoke bad about Harriet Tubman. And maybe that's what made it okay for some of you. Maybe that's why you were able to forget and forgive so easily. Well, I don't even know how you forgive and somebody don't apologize. But anyway, I said I was moving on from that. I'm going to move on from that. This is going to be a woefully short podcast because y'all have made my teeth itch. Really, I, I, I don't know. <sighs> I... Mm. See, this is where, um, I'm a womanist, right? I'm a womanist. I've never been able to call myself a feminist, but I am a womanist. And I believe Mama Zora uh, Neale Hurston said the show enough truth when she called black women the mules of the world. At what point does the world begin to understand that nobody gets to be free until black women feel safe. I'm worried. Y'all don't hear me when I say I'm worried. Because let me tell you, okay, see culture is transmitted in two different ways, enculturation and acculturation. Enculturation, E-N, culturation. (laughs) Acculturation, A-C, culturation. All right. Enculturation is when we acquire culture from inside the group, right? You learn how to cook greens like your mama, right? You tend to tie your shoe the same way your parents tie their shoes. You drive the way, you know, the person who taught you to drive drives. That's enculturation. It it happens inside the group. Some of us line hymns because we grew up in the church, and the hymn may vary slightly depending on where your church was located. If I say first giving honor to God, you know the rest of that sentence. That's enculturation because it's culture that's transmitted inside of the group. Men holding the door open. Listen to me carefully, y'all. Men holding the door open. Little boys that grow up seeing the elder men around them do that will do it. That's enculturation. 
Acculturation, on the other hand, is when you acquire culture from institutions, usually outside of your indigenous home culture. And most often for those of us living in the United States, it's from the dominant culture. Largely because of schooling. I promise this is not a school rant. It could be, but I'm not going to do it today. Um, So acculturation happens when we are learning um, ways of being and ways of understanding the world that not necessarily foreign to us, but they are not parts of our indigenous culture. My fear is that is what is happening generationally to black folk. And we're not paying attention. Let me, let me give you an example from my own research. There's a, a, a group of narratives that's one of my favorite, and it's a collection of WPA narratives where the formerly enslaved person talks about their Christian conversion story. And it's one of my favorite collections because, again, it shows me what happened to indigenous uh, religious cultures when it encountered a more dominant, oppressive Christianity in the States, right? But these people, at least the ones interviewed in that collection of narratives, are very clear that what they've done is not erased their indigenous culture, but simply added another spirit into the pantheon. So the, the, the ways of understanding spirituality, the ways of understanding divinity don't really change. Even some of the practices, because almost all of those conversion stories happen near water in the same way African initiations happen. But that's a side note. Y'all think baptism is a... a, a that's an African practice, but I'm, I'm not going to go there right now. But anyway, um, these people were conscious that Christianity was not taking the place of their traditional cultures. Simply, they were adding something else to the toolkit. It's a very smart way, a very wise way to be in the world. Very African way of being in the world. But you take it a few generations later. And you've got black people afraid to call the names of their ancestors because they think it's demonic. What happens to the cultural transmission such that a generation that understood this thing does not replace, does not erase the truth within my indigenous spirituality to just two or three generations later, people acting like it's completely antithetical to their traditional indigenous cultural religions. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? That there is something in that two to three generation period. We can't say it's all desegregation. Some of this stuff was happening prior to Brown v. Board, okay? But we have to understand what happens culturally. Now, here's where my fear is. Because black people don't have autonomy over our social institutions, in the same ways that we used to. Enculturation is just a small percentage of what's happening to give our children their culture. Because we're sending them to other people to school. We're using somebody else's religion at church. Our sororities and fraternities are afraid to do and say certain things because they don't want lawsuits. 
Nonprofits are doing certain things because they need to get them grant dollars to operate. Certain businesses don't want to have certain policies because they don't want to uh, turn away white potential white customers. And so we're losing control over institutions that could help with the enculturation process. And that's why two or three generations after people were losing life and limb under chattel bondage, you can have a Negro like Kanye West say that slavery was a choice. Make light of the sacrifices Mama Harriet made. And 42,000 can still fill up a stadium. Somebody make it make sense to me. And tell me I don't have a right to be afraid. Do you see what, uh, I told y'all this wasn't going to be a school uh, podcast, but you see what's happening in Texas? What they're taking out of the curriculum? That you can, 42,000 people already have gone through with that curriculum and I'll forget that fast. Can you imagine what's going to happen when, when they take out the little bit of real truth that's in the curriculum? Y'all better be ready. Y'all better be raising some children that can counteract this f- foolishness. Some of y'all need to be volunteering in your communities, mentoring some young girls and boys. Some of y'all need to have talks with elders because there were some grown people out there too. I'm just saying, I don't have much more to talk about. I just, I I wanted you to join me in the observation of black short memory. What we gonna do? I'm I'm for real, y'all. I don't have nothing else to say. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Tell them to tell you.